Welcome to today's discussion, IT Modernization in Government, sponsored by Cisco. Here's your host, John Gilroy. Welcome to IT Modernization in Government, sponsored by Cisco. I'm your host, John Gilroy. My guest is Helu Namik, Director of Digital Strategy and Market Development for Federal at Cisco. Well, you know, Helu, there's uh, all kinds of terms flown around. You go to Twitter. I went to your Twitter feed, and I saw this uh, hashtag, digital transformation. My, my, my means 10 different things to 10 different people. What does it mean to you, and what does it mean for our federal listeners in Cisco? Thank you. Yeah, there's a lot of different um, meetings out there, but Cisco specifically defines digital transformation as the acceleration of business activities, processes, competencies, and operating models through the adoption of digital technologies. Again, what does that kind of mean, though? Um, Because I think that's a very broad concept. We live in an era of accelerated digital transformation. When you think about the increase of um, AI and machine learning to drive new customer experiences, the um, rise of cyber and advanced threats, and then even our particular shift to a hyper-connected, hyper-multi-channel lifestyle it's amazing to think about how much um, technology is changing, and we have to evolve with it. Every organization and every individual is under pressure to adopt technologies and leverage it for their best use. And so when we think about what um, CXOs out there or IT leaders are thinking about in terms of digital transformation, including Cisco, everyone is thinking through how can they accelerate the adoption of digital technologies to better serve their citizens, to drive mission outcomes, or just simply address business needs. Yeah, and the business needs vary so much with our listeners in the federal government here. Uh, Some are pretty obvious, some aren't that obvious, some can be learned from your commercial experience, but I think we know that Cisco has been partnering with my listeners for decades, and, Mm -hmm. and they're there, and you can trust them because they've supported you for years and years, haven't they? Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of best practices to be learned that we've co-developed. Um, When we look at what drives digital transformation in organizations, there are six primary drivers that we often look at. Um, But in the federal government today, the primary trends that we're seeing is around IT modernization, um, security, as well as leveraging software to drive um, new services, new capabilities, and mission delivery. When... uh when it comes to commercial experience, everyone knows Cisco's a big company all over the world, involved in thousands of companies all over the place, the Fortune 500. Uh, can my listeners, can federal leaders learn anything from Cisco's international experience in this digital transformation? Absolutely. I mean, government agencies worldwide are under the same internal and external pressures that federal agencies are facing here. Everyone is trying to adopt new modern technologies to deliver better outcomes, um, deliver new services, and be as efficient as possible. They're also under the same challenges as federal agencies here. They're dealing with budget constraints, changing security regulations, um, digital skills um, uh, issues, as well as um, evolving security threats. So when we look at all of those, obviously, federal agencies can definitely learn from that. Um, Based on our uh, international experience and Cisco's Um, country digitization efforts, we've actually, Cisco Public Sector has created a digital acceleration program that allows agencies to leverage the best practices of frameworks around those six drivers of transformation. Uh, The drivers range from, again, IT modernization to address aging or insecure infrastructure, um, launching or expanding big data analytics efforts, delivering new or um, improved customer or employee experiences, addressing infrastructure footprint, 
as well as safety and security, and last but not least, developing the next generation workforce. So there's lots of opportunity to learn and accelerate on their digital journeys. Next generation workforce. I have three children, so I think about that a lot. And I think about <laughs> transferring all the knowledge that Cisco might have learned over the years to this new generation. Mm-hmm. So how have you assisted in this whole idea of knowledge transfer for these six points? There's a lot of different ways that we um, engage in knowledge transfer from our services capabilities, um, just simply with the way that we engage with our customers. Um, but ultimately, when we look at uh, what digital fluency means, there's a number of different things that Cisco does externally as well with our networking academy, Cyber Patriot program, and our DevNet program that starts to create that next generation workforce of the skill sets necessary to really thrive in this digital age. So DevNet sounds like a play on DevOps, real flexible learning new different skills. and Absolutely. I mean, there's a number of different skills that are absolutely necessary. We often think about what does it take to thrive in the digital age? And it's not just the technical acumen. There are other aspects as well that provide more holistic environments to truly understand how to collaborate, how to solve problems, how to be creative and think outside the box. Because as we know, particularly with the rise of advanced threats, there is no out-of-the-box solution. There's a lot of creativity involved. When it talks about boxes, it's not just a checkbox either. That's you right. can't just check a box and say, yes, I have a degree in computer science next. No, that that was six months ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not good enough today, is it? You can't check a box, and Cisco doesn't do that by helping in this academy and fluency and understanding these new malicious attacks. The digital fluency is just the beginning. It's just the foundation. And we often think about what skills are necessary today, um, or even just ourselves, what that looks like today is going to be very different tomorrow. Ironically, though, the skills that make for great cybersecurity specialists or data scientists are the human skills are uniquely human aspects, the ability to be creative, curiosity, and commit to learning. It's fascinating. My guest is Helyu Nomek, Director of Digital Strategy and Market Development for Federal at Cisco on IT Modernization and Government, sponsored by Cisco. I'm your host, John Gilroy, and you're listening to Federal News Radio 1500 AM and Federal News Radio Modernizing information technology is a challenge for all federal agencies. Cisco has partnered with the government for decades to help them to grow and adapt to new technology. 2018 presents some unique challenges to federal leaders, including increased cyber threats, new acquisition initiatives from Congress, reduced staff, and the transition to the cloud has many seeking a trusted partner. Cisco is equipped to solve your agency's IT challenges. Don't modernize, revolutionize instead with Cisco for Government. Welcome to IT Modernization and Government, sponsored by Cisco. I'm your host, John Gilroy. My guest is Peter Romnest, Cybersecurity Solutions Lead, U.S. Public Sector, CTO Office at Cisco. Peter, how are you? Uh, very good, John. I'm happy to be here. You, know, you pick up the newspaper, you look at tweets, you find out that um, the Modernizing Government Technology Act was just passed. It's big news in this town, and it uh, squarely targets legacy systems. Where does Cisco fit in with this whole idea of legacy Cisco and the transformation that's taking place now? Well, uh, you know, there's both the cybersecurity uh, or the government modernizing government technology act, as well as the cybersecurity executive order that just came out, and both of those things attack um, legacy systems. Uh, they also encourage using the cybersecurity framework from NIST, and they also give agency heads both the responsibility and the ability to make the changes needed. Now, you can't just go in and do a wholesale uh, replacement of all government technology. 
So you need a planned approach, and that's where Cisco can really help. We manage many of the networks in government. We supply the equipment to many of the networks in government. And so we are able to understand what's there and help our customers develop a plan to move forward um, and make these decisions that help keep their data secure. I think most people listening realize that Cisco, been there, done that, got the T-shirt, live in the data center, know it inside and out. And your wide experience has helped my listeners, federal IT professionals, maybe get transition easier than they can with other options. Um, there's a catchphrase that's tossed around all the time. It's called, uh, just keep your patches up to date. Sounds like it's pretty easy, but with the, you know, all kinds of different systems out there, interdependencies, thousands of servers. How can Cisco assist in this problem? Yeah, so it's it's real easy to say, you know, after a breach, you really should have done your patches. Well, it's not always easy. If you're managing hundreds of thousands of systems, and maybe some of those systems are embedded systems, and you've got all these other dependencies that depend on those systems, you can't just go out and patch very quickly. So that's where it, it's, it's, you are dependent on all of the security devices on your network. So the, the most recent um, uh, vulnerability that's been announced in the news is this Intel chip vulnerability. Just um, recently. And in order to fix that, the chips have to be re redesigned. Well, you know, that's going to take a long time. So if you have all of these other systems in place in an architectural approach that allows you to spot when someone is trying to take advantage of that vulnerability and to block it, to, to make it so that uh, if, if a bad piece of software tries to uh, enter your network and call out over the internet to its, uh, to its um, manager, that, it, that that call would be blocked. So there's all kinds of different ways that these vulnerabilities can be protected against. Um, I always say if we can protect against users doing things that they don't know, we can probably protect against a chip that is doing something that we know will act in a certain yeah. way. It sounds like there's a transition here becoming more and more proactive. Uh, how does uh, something like Talos fit into this discussion of proactive measures? So Talos is Cisco's threat intelligence organization. These are over 250, approaching 300 threat researchers that spend their full time out searching for threats. Um, and then they are able to create defenses against those threats. It's probably one of the largest threat intelligence organizations in the world. Um, and so we're able to find threats quickly and to patch them quickly and to allow our customers to pre be protected. And what's interesting is that this Intel problem was discovered by the people at Google. And so large organizations like you and Google can actually be very proactive in protecting my listeners from cybersecurity attacks. Right. And oftentimes you'll hear that Cisco Talos found this threat. Um, so that's where that term comes from. You know, while all kinds of terms are thrown around when it comes to the cloud, the on-prem, off-prem, hybrid cloud, can Cisco help my listeners with these variations? Yes. And, and again, we, we talk about an architectural approach. So it's not just one device. So it's multiple ways of, of, of finding threats in a network and making sure that they all work together so one device shares with another. And we offer that capability not only on-prem, but we have uh, cloud versions. So whether your data is in on-premises, in the cloud, or in a hybrid cloud, we can offer the same protection wherever you go. Have uh, you found that your skill set has uh, been particularly effective in a federal environment? 
yes. Um, and, and the big thing about that is scale. Most of the time, federal agencies are much bigger than your average commercial. And Cisco has a unique ability to scale to a large in, into large organizations. And that's where it really helps. My guest is Peter Romnes, Cybersecurity Solutions Lead, U.S. Public Sector CTO Office at Cisco on IT Modernization in Government, sponsored by Cisco. I'm your host, John Gilroy, and you're listening to Federal News Radio 1500 AM and federalnewsradio.com. Modernizing information technology is a challenge for all federal agencies. Cisco has partnered with the government for decades to help them to grow and adapt to new technology. 2018 presents some unique challengers to federal leaders, including increased cyber threats, new acquisition initiatives from Congress, reduced staff, and the transition to the cloud has many seeking a trusted partner. Cisco is equipped to solve your agency's IT challenges. Don't modernize, revolutionize instead with Cisco for Government. Welcome to IT Modernization Government, sponsored by Cisco. I'm your host, Don Gilroy. My guest is Kapil Bakshi, Distinguished Systems Engineer at Cisco. When people look at cloud systems in the federal government, the word that keeps popping up is the word analytics. And analytics, you know, is a word that's easy to say and hard to deliver in today's world. Can Cisco provide any assistance for a federal agency trying to gain insights from data analytics in this brave new world? Thanks for having me, John. And yes, uh, indeed, analytics is a sort of a new frontier for all of us in the industry. And uh, we're really excited at Cisco to open up our networking platforms uh, by many ways, and analytics is certainly one of the ways that we're trying to do it. Uh, there are four major areas of focus for Cisco in analytics that the government agencies can capitalize on immediately, vis-a-vis uh, -vis network analytics, security analytics, IoT analytics, and business analytics. Uh, network analytics is where we actually are, are extracting metrics from our networking devices and uh, storing them in a data lake, and uh, with the use of machine learning algorithms and other analytics techniques, we uh, derive use cases uh, that our customers can use. Uh, use cases like uh, network flow analysis, application dependency mapping, security forensics, anomaly detection, and so forth. Uh, we're also extending our network analytics in the areas of service assurance, specifically for network service assurance and encrypted traffic analytics. So very, very, we are very excited to have analytics as just another way to open up our platforms and provide insight to our customers. Uh, the second area of analytics is security analytics, right? Uh, that's also where we are leveraging logs, NetFlow analysis, and things like that to actually look at cybersecurity use cases of malware signature analysis, forensics anomalies, and things of like that, uh, which will be a core component of an end-to-end -end security architecture. In regards to the third area of analytics, which is IoT analytics, uh, we expect 50 billion devices to be connected by 2020 to the network. And these devices are like sensors, actuators, and other endpoints. And these endpoints would generate a mountain of data which would need to be analyzed for further insight development. Hence, the analytics of this data from, from IoT devices would happen not only into the central data center or a cloud, but also at the network edge. This is where the notion of fog computing comes in. And we are actually delivering heavily on the network edge analytics for an IoT architecture. Wow, 50 billion devices. This is a whole lot of data to manage, isn't it? You know, And, and new ways to manage it include uh, multi-cloud environments. Does Cisco play in the area of multi-cloud environment management as well in analytics? Absolutely, John. Um, as you mentioned, uh, the Cisco's cloud strategy is actually based on a multi-cloud architectural approach. 
As per a recent survey, 94% of our enterprise customers are going down the path of a multi-cloud deployment. Um, and to address the multi-cloud deployment architecture, we are taking a three-prong approach, namely cloud consume, cloud connect, and cloud protect components of our multi-cloud approach. Just to very briefly peel the onion on these three parts quickly, the cloud consume is where we enable application developers and architects to model applications once, only once, and then deploy them into their public or private clouds of choice, and also provide the given uh, the appropriate network and security policies. The same approach we're going to apply to application performance monitoring for both on-prem and off-prem clouds, and hence get an end-to-end of an application stack across clouds. For the second component of Cloud Connect, we're increasingly virtualizing and hosting our networking functions in public clouds and private clouds in a virtual appliance format. Some of the more popular ones are virtual routing and virtual firewall, and there are several others that are on our way that can provide network architects with a operational consistency, both on-prem and off-prem. And finally, the Cloud Protect. We are providing several cloud security services ranging from private cloud components and to CASB, which is Cloud Access Security Broker, uh, to secure DNS and other classified network services for secure cloud hosting. In summary, the consumption, cloud consumption, cloud connection, and protection for multi-cloud environment is our integrated approach to multi-cloud. Well, thank you for your insights on analytics and multi-cloud environment. My guest is Kapil Bakshi, Distinguished Systems Engineer at Cisco on IT Modernization and Government, sponsored by Cisco. I'm your host, John Gilroy, and you're listening to Federal News Radio 1500 AM and federalnewsradio.com. Modernizing information technology is a challenge for all federal agencies. Cisco has partnered with the government for decades to help them to grow and adapt to new technology. 2018 presents some unique challengers to federal leaders, including increased cyber threats, new acquisition initiatives from Congress, reduced staff, and the transition to the cloud has many seeking a trusted partner. Cisco is equipped to solve your agency's IT challenges. Don't modernize, revolutionize instead with Cisco for Government. Welcome to IT Modernization and Government, sponsored by Cisco. I'm your host, John Gilroy. My guest is Dan Kent, Public Sector Chief Technology Officer at Cisco. Now, uh, years ago, server virtualization gave tremendous flexibility and cost reduction for the federal government. I mean, everyone knows that. Today, instead of software-defined operating systems, we have software-defined networks. And uh, Cisco plays right in the middle of this game, doesn't it? I mean, it's a perfect fit for you. That's right, John. If you look at uh, the, the whole IT in- industry, is all about automation and moving quicker. And software-defined networking is, is the networking version of making that happen. So how much we can... Uh, learn on the fly within the systems and how much we can automatically uh, manipulate the network to either react to something that's going on to the network or prepare for something that you want to deliver on top of that network. You know, years ago, they used to say uh, managing a router is like managing a refrigerator. <laughs> you just read about <laughs> it. But today, systems are so dynamic, malicious code attacks. It, it, you can't even even think about managing that in an old-fashioned way. You have to use some kind of a, a new concept, and software-defined networking is this concept that can help on so many levels. That's right. And, and what a lot of the innovation that we've been working on at Cisco is mostly under the under the covers from a lot of the systems that we used to. And it's all about how do I decrease the cost of managing and operating large systems, as well as bringing the speed to delivery uh, to the applications. And we do that through new instrumentation, the applications that can help uh, clearly configure and automate the systems and the processes and the operations that you have to manage these very large networks that 
all of our applications and, and quite honestly, a lot of our missions now are starting to run on. As we look at the, the digital transformation that all of our customers are going through, the underlying requirement there is the network. So the network has to be able to be as dynamic as possible and as dynamic as your whole uh, mission actually has to be. And a well-managed software-defined network improves your, your cybersecurity, reduces costs, gives you better visibility in the system as well. I mean, look at these dashboards I've seen from your company. All kinds of uh, visibility that you never dreamed of five or six years ago. And that's right. The, the beauty of IT modernization is you're going to be able to take systems that have been deployed and, and running, quite honestly, they've been running very well for the last decade or so. And as we add this new innovation around the telemetry that we have that gives you more visibility than you ever had before, plus the the automation that you get with software-defined networking, you now can have a, a system that is actually uh, part of your mission and helps deliver your mission quicker and in a better, more secure manner. We talked about flexibility. Many times flexibility is applied to this concept of agile software development and DevOps, uh, but really, it, it boils down to better outcomes, and, and that's what Cisco's all about with our agencies is better outcomes, isn't it? That's right. What we're seeing, it, it, the whole idea of DevOps is about how can I get new functionality out quicker. It's, it's about it's a new way of writing applications, and if you're going to write applications in a different way, your network infrastructure and all of your security systems need to be also as quick and as dynamic as your application development. So it's really a, a dynamic shift in how we typically write applications and it's all about getting new functionality out quicker and then iterating on that functionality, innovating on it, iterating on the innovation to give more capability to the end users. And it's not just one individual uh, managing that router like a refrigerator. Now you have to collaborate in managing systems, so you have to be much more transparent and you have to be much more flexible and adaptable for a wide range of applications. As well as lower cost. Uh, it all has to come together at a much lower cost than what we've been operating in the past. Yeah, it seems like Cisco may have an advantage because of your established uh, reputation and networking and managing networks to be able to reduce cost through some of these concepts like software-defined networks. We believe we do, and we also have uh, many, many customers that we we help deliver their missions accordingly. Uh, and when you have such a very large install base, you learn the various use cases, and you can take all that information and knowledge and help everybody uh, deliver their systems in a more uh, mission-critical manner in a way that they can integrate into their current environment. And your tools allow the good people to be collaborative and achieve some of these goals quicker. Yeah, we absolutely see the value of collaboration in this very fast world, dynamic world that we're living in. Not only does the infrastructure have to be uh, dynamic, but the people, and we do that through new collaboration tools. And we've introduced our FedRAMP version of WebEx, which our government customers are using to help collaborate from the people perspective. My guest is Dan Kent, Public Sector Chief Technology Officer at Cisco on IT Modernization and Government, sponsored by Cisco. I'm your host, John Gilroy, and you're listening to Federal News Radio 1500 AM and federalnewsradio.com. Modernizing information technology is a challenge for all federal agencies. Cisco has partnered with the government for decades to help them to grow and adapt to new technology. 2018 presents some unique challenges to federal leaders, including increased cyber threats, new acquisition initiatives from Congress, reduced staff, and the transition to the cloud has many seeking a trusted partner. Cisco is equipped to solve your agency's IT challenges. Don't modernize, revolutionize instead with Cisco for Government. Welcome to IT Modernization and Government, sponsored by Cisco. I'm your host, John Gilroy. My guest is Bach Tran, Senior Director of Federal Services Sales at Cisco. You know, uh, when it comes to maintenance and large systems that the federal government has, 
What kind of capabilities does Cisco provide around increasing efficiency at the help desk? John, thank you very much for the question. One of the guiding principles that we have at Cisco Services is that we want to increase our customers' effectiveness and also efficiency. We do that through SmartNet Total Care, which is a service offering that addresses everything from software updates to parts replacement to registered access to our web portal. In addition to that, a help desk. As you alluded to, is that we connect the customer's help desk to our help desk so that we can increase our customer's efficiency. You know, just four months ago, Cisco announced new advanced services. I guess it ties into this, or, or how advanced are these services, and what do they apply to? It, good, really good question, John. Super exciting at Cisco. We launched a new services offering called Business Critical Services. What that addresses is a couple things, planning, design, and optimization. In addition to that, we have layered in some additional deliverables as it relates to analytics, automation, security, and also allowing our customers just to become more proficient as it relates to our technology. You know, when I think of Cisco or a person on the street thinks of Cisco, what they typically think of is security, cloud analytics, networking, IT modernization. So what's the one ring that rules them all? <laughs> yeah, John, it, what, what services does is it really crosses over all of our products and solutions. Services is a bit of a binder with all of our different architecture, whether you're looking to deploy new infrastructure, a new data center, collaboration, or even security. Services is something that crosses and allows our customers to leverage our intellectual property and our expertise. You know, um, I'm familiar with many of these topics we've covered, but assessment's relatively new for me. So you're adding yeah. assessment to your package as well. Is that correct? Absolutely, John. There are a couple different assessments that we've come, come to the market with, one of which is a cloud assessment that addresses the readiness of our customers to move into the cloud. We also have other things like security assessments. If our customers are looking to better their security posture, we have some deliverables as it relates to security posture assessments that will help our customers become less vulnerable. In addition to that, there are other readiness assessments in, in terms of other architectures that we have. It just dawned on me, many of my listeners are considering reducing the number of data centers they have. Many times, that might not make them more efficient. However, with the products you have, you might be able to help them optimize their existing system to find out if it's worth it to reduce that center. Absolutely, John. It's a combination of both our business critical services with some of these additional assessments. The two combined will allow our customers to be able to be truly ready to collapse their data centers and create a more efficient model. And you may suggest that's not a more efficient model because you have to really optimize it and take a look at it from a detached perspective. Absolutely, John. My guest is Bak Tran, Senior Director of Federal Services Sales at Cisco on IT Modernization and Government, sponsored by Cisco. I'm your host, John Gilroy, and you're listening to Federal News Radio 1500 AM and federalnewsradio.com. Watch the entire discussion, IT Modernization and Government, sponsored by Cisco at federalnewsradio.com. Modernizing information technology is a challenge for all federal agencies. Cisco has partnered with the government for decades to help them to grow and adapt to new technology. 
2018 presents some unique challengers to federal leaders, including increased cyber threats, new acquisition initiatives from Congress, reduced staff, and the transition to the cloud has many seeking a trusted partner. Cisco is equipped to solve your agency's IT challenges. Don't modernize, revolutionize instead with Cisco for Government.